A podcast network. Hey guys, it's JMS with a quick announcement before you get into the fun. We recorded this episode a little bit ago, and right afterwards, Nicole had to fly home to deal with a family emergency. So we are on a temporary pause while she deals with that and handles that, and we're giving her her time and space. So there's going to be a little bit of gap between this episode and the final two episodes about Order of the Phoenix. We will be back, and I will still be interacting over on social media, so follow us at Two Filthy Nerds. I'm going to be posting fun Halloween content and engaging conversation over on Instagram, and you can also join the Facebook group, Fellowship of Filthy Nerds, and chat with me over there in the meantime, and we do look forward to getting back to you, finishing this book, and starting on year six over at Hogwarts. Thank you for your patience. Please keep Nicole and her family in your thoughts right now and send her a little extra loving energy and enjoy this episode. Hello! And welcome to... Two! Filthy! Nerds! Because we're filthy! And we're nerds! And there's two of us! Only two! Just me and you! Together forever! Like... Oh no... Forever, ever, and oh, ever, forever, forever and ever till your death do us part. Oh God, take me, sweet death. Uh, no, we're here. We're back. We're gonna bitch. Yeah, we're bitching about the social dilemma, which you haven't even finished. We won't go in any spoilers of the film itself, but I think we just want to talk about what what they're really saying in this film. One thing I have to say is if one more person tries to take ownership, like, oh, I already knew this. I've already been saying this. This is this has been my thought all along. Yeah, everybody knows social media's shit. What's amazing about this video is that the people who built the monster are the ones saying, oops, we built a monster. Yeah, whoops-a-daisy. We don't really know what to do, but good luck out there. Godspeed. By the way, spoiler alert, since you haven't finished it, if you thought it was going to wrap up with some sort of concise conclusion about how to oh, handle they, it. I, I, was, I was hoping for a solution. Yeah. Oh, no. That's the shittiest part is that they're like, yeah, it is bad. Everything you think. And that's and that's what people that's what people need. That's what they want. That's why this is getting so much attention because people want to hear, well, what does the expert say? Like, I believe this, but what are experts saying? And it's confirming everyone's worst fears. Worst fears. The worst, worst, worst. And and these people are at the top of their fields. Like, these are the people who not only invented it, but are continuing to build things in this industry. They're continually making these monsters smarter and smarter and smarter. Yeah, it's to the point that, like, even the people who built these, quote, algorithms don't fully comprehend the algorithm. But they are mining every little thing you do, anything you click on, just a profile, an ad, like anything that you engage in goes into their bank of noted Let's show them stuff customized for and this. And it creates, it creates a map for them to use as a psychological experiment. Yeah. And it's like the more you click on, the more... The more they know about your psychology. And the better they get at targeting you with stuff, which doesn't just include ads, which I'll say sometimes they really do nail them. I've said that mm-hmm. before. And so, sometimes I still get ads that I'm like, who is this for? Yeah. I get a lot of... Do you... I don't know if this is like a numbers of followers things. Mm-hmm. Do you get advertisers about like influencer courses? No. I don't know what the fuck that is. I've never taken a course on anything, but I get these like, it's influencers have promoted posts 
and they're going like, are you, you need to take my course. And like, you, if you read the post, by the way, they never talk about what their course is. They're yeah. just like, it's so broad. Let me take your money. Yeah. That it's like, who is, what fucking idiot is subscribing to this? And apparently they think it's me. Here's my thought on that. Here's my thought on that. Have you ever promoted a post on your own page? Yes. Then they know you want, and they know you want to create influence. That's interesting. Where it's like, I don't, I don't want to create influence. I just want people to see my fucking, but the video, anybody who's promoting otherwise, they think wants to be, yeah, that's, that's a professional that's influencer. A, they probably realize from other information that they've gleaned in their research that this is something that would go together. Yeah. Also, what a fucking sick, sad world we live in that people are aspiring to be an influencer, like just aspire that's to have a, that's something. That's a path. And, yeah. That like not, having influence like influencer is a title they're like i want people to just want to do the things i do because i do them yeah. it's like yeah it's, it is the level of narcissism that that requires is mind-boggling it's but fucking that is all astounding. this machine has done is created just a, a world where narcissism is rewarded yeah thriving and all your ideas are yes anded and and you're being virtually patted on the back because it creates this fucking your your timeline gets skewed with everything that pretty much yes and which now i'm going like are we did we only know about the social dilemma because this is a thing that that we are adamantly talking about totally but i mean a thousand percent and it and it talks about the ways that this is creating extremism it it starts catering toward oh you you're a little bit this way well let me only show you these things let me show you the Mm -hmm. the things that people who identify as this party or that party fanning the flames of your thoughts yeah so it's creating more and more division because people are getting yeah all their fears confirmed by you know blog dot hat or whatever that they go like this credible news source yeah i saw it on facebook it must be true they burned a woman at the stake outside the wood what the white house and it's uh and people are feeding into it um i think it's an inevitable thing they're listening they know all our shit there's no privacy it's all gone the government knows everything the corporations know everything it's over the thing that creeps me out so much is if let's pick something to start talking about right now. Everybody who is listening to this podcast, take your phone, keep it close to you and just start. Let's start talking about um, breeding horses. I love horses. Take your phone so, and don't forget to while you're on your phone, leave a subscribe, subscribe to our podcast. And yeah. Horses. I love horses. Oh my God. I love horses. You know what horses I love? Are- a horse sweatshirt. <laughs> A horse sweatshirt. Ooh, we should go horseback riding in Griffith Park. Yes. I just can't wait to get on a horse. Ooh, get back on that horse. We're basically trying to get you all, all of you guys to have horse ads and be so horsed to that death. that will literally, I have done that before with other topics that I never talk about. And then all of a sudden I'll be on Instagram and I'll get an ad served to me where it's like, Horses. I will Something say having to do with horses. I have whispered engagement ring into my boyfriend's phone every night when he mm. walks away and this not a peep of an ad on his end. So I don't know what you're playing at. Maybe Instagram. stop whispering engagement. I'm just kidding. Um, it's a fun trope though. <laughs> it really is. It really is one of those things. And then that- he leans over and he's like, weight loss pills or whatever. I don't fucking, what's the cartoonish. He he would never, he doesn't think that about me, but like, a woman thinking she has a one up and then yeah. the guy's just like breast implants. Oh God. Uh, because we live in a, in that want breast implants. What? Never mind. Did you say you want breast implants? Yeah. I saw Why? an ad, you know, <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Well, here's the other thing about this style of film is that it's like, 
documentary with these top people with in their these, field. And then these weird m- act mixed in mixed in with a like a movie plot, which then I feel like there were moments where I was going, well, are these experts or are these actors? And it's yeah. somehow part of the movie. I yeah. was like, I get that they're trying to mix up the documentary field, but like, don't. It's, but that's it. the sort of thing I feel like it's the sort of thing where they couldn't have done because documentaries sometimes have uh, reenactments. So yeah. I don't feel like you could do a reenactment of this topic specifically. So I think this was their what they settled on. They're like, oh, we can't do reenactments. So let's just, we'll uh, just showcase insert it. a little movie every few minutes. Let's just put this kid from the Righteous Gemstones as he, an is, actor. Oh, he is. Have you seen the Righteous Gemstones? Uh, uh, uh. Great show. But like that kid is popping up everywhere. Yeah. Who is his agent? He's crushing it yeah crushing it but i I just thought that was kind of weird i kind of thought it was like which is interesting it takes me out of it but yeah i'm like cut back to the documentary yeah yeah yeah. i'm like the documentary is doing all the heavy lifting i assure you this little breakaway to a story it's not even a strong story i don't even i have no investment any of the characters it is so boring at this point i want more of shoshana and her big ass hair yeah i want more of that white man with the dreadlocks who seemed like an obese fred armison character yeah just going like this is we've we've got it we created the little t-rexy arms i love it what to do but then i'm like what i don't now i'm thinking about the format and i'm like okay Am I not artistically inclined enough to understand why they chose this? Or are they playing to that lowest common denominator where they're like, oh, well, you don't want to give people too much information. We need to spice it up with just some like movie. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that's what it fucking feels like. It, it is one of those things. I feel like I want to watch the director's cut oh, God. for this thing to see like what the fuck they were thinking. I mean, I can't even imagine. Let me ask I you can't this. Say, I can't say the older sister who's like the one who's like all Off anti-social media? media. I'm like, shut the fuck up, you Luddite bitch. Like, you love social media. You're creeping on social media. I haven't finished watching it. I oh, hope that's what you, you think that she's just secretly on social yeah. media? Uh-huh. That is a testament to how addicted you are. Yeah. That you were, you cannot believe that someone would actually be off social media uh-huh. because you are so just like jonesing and scratching mm-hmm. your face off to look at every Instagram story that comes when your the way. Sister, when the sister cracked open the box in the kitchen, I was like, oh, that, that, is, a, that is a feeling I would probably feel as a kid. Not now. Not like, now? Like, you can take my phone away from me. I'm not going to break open a box. All right. Um, I just took it away. That you, for the, I mean, I will break listening. you in half. I will snap that ass. You can't break what is already broken. Listen, bitch. I'm going to take you. I'm going to pulverize you. I'm going to make you into fucking chopped liver. And then I'm going to put you in a bolognese sauce. It's going to be a cho- bolognese chop. I'm disgusting. This sounds terrible. Just keep it rolling for the I'm going to eat your body. <laughs> I'm going to eat your body. There's no way you'd eat my body. You'd be like, oh my God, there's too much fat. I can't have it. Just kidding. That's I great. Love fat. I'm like human butter. Once you grind me up. Um, so y- that's generally what the- you think. You're like, there's no way that this character is actually off social media. So, I mean, it's just like, like one of those things where it's like, stop being so altruistic. It's like Brent Weinbach, the comic. He doesn't have a fucking smartphone. He doesn't have a flip phone. He has no phone. Yeah, but how addicted are you to social media that you think someone not being on it is altruism? That doesn't mean they're a good person. 
You I, cannot be on social media because you don't want to get caught murdering people. Yeah, there's that too. You're a serial killer if you're not on social media. Is that what you think when a guy's like, oh, I don't have an Instagram? Are you like, he's lying and he has a family? No, no, no. When a guy's not on Instagram, I'm like, I'm what? This is so sexy. Really? I can't stalk you at all. Yeah. Oh, because like, you like, have no self-control. I have no self-control. Yeah. Has this made you rethink your social media at all? Have you been uh-huh. like, I'm Absolutely gonna... a thousand percent. And what I, 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 I am a very much aware of my severe addiction. And do you have... Are you like, maybe I should cut back or are you just like, I guess I'm just, are you one of those people who goes like, <laughs> I'm just an alcoholic. And then like drunk drives in. Off I a do. I do want to get better. Um, <laughs> I, um, I'm like itching right now. Uh, cause I have your phones over there. The, um, the therapist I'm Listen starting to, her, to she's, see. Uh, she's I'm, stuttering I'm, without her phone clenched in her you guys, claws. I didn't get enough sleep last night. I'm the one and with now claws. I have no phone. I'm seeing a new therapist. I'm going to talk to her about my phone addiction. But you saw in in Social Dilemma that number of girls who have been committing suicide and the rates suicide went up. Yeah, because they don't feel pretty enough is fucking insane. We like are the body so lucky image issues that, that like, we spent a portion of our life with no social media. Yeah, that like all I had to judge myself against was fucking self magazine or yeah. whatever. The like a magazine that you got once a month and you're like, and people are like these magazines are toxic. And now people can literally just with a button alter their, but there are apps that take a picture of you and within the app, just make you thinner and better looking. Yeah. That's horrifying. Yeah. And it's Truly. like, as if, dating app pictures weren't misleading enough where people go like lighting high angles, whatever. Now people are literally altering their faces and then you are measuring what you know you really look like against an altered image. And un- th- th- so what do they call it? They call it social media um, or Snapchat something disorder, Snapchat Just, disorder where you, you go to a plastic surgeon and you're like, Hey, I want you I to look like the filter. Yeah. I, I joked about it on Twitter the other day and yeah, someone's like, you need about to watch Social episode. Dilemma. Yeah, it's a whole thing. It's, it, it has a name. Well, yeah, no, and it's like, like you look at a Kardashian face, which those are, there's plastic surgery. They also edit their photos. It's very obvious. They're and, also- And they're, that's like a map for the face now that people go, how, how much do I have to pay to have that face? Yeah, and that's crazy. Like those girls are wearing- pounds of makeup they are wearing thousands of dollars of plastic surgery in their face or whatever procedures like that is not a normal face no you're not like no one naturally looks like that and it's like now you have to reckon with the fact that like you look at kim kardashian who's had so much fucking work done and she has daughters yeah and then you have to go now those daughters are growing up in the spotlight under a mother who's that insecure about her looks or felt that she needed to change her looks that much to be successful which maybe she did maybe we wouldn't know kim kardashian if she didn't inject her face with fucking filler and get a fake ass Maybe she doesn't have a fake ass, but don't come, come from it me. It is fake. It is fake. But like, she gets butt injections. How are you teaching your daughters to value themselves? I, it blows my mind. Like, how do you go, how do you prepare your daughter and go, you know, you know what? The, the world can be cruel, but you're beautiful the way you are. I mean, someone like that looking at you and going, you're beautiful the way you are. My big sister once told me, she's like, she's like, you just need to learn to, it's, you got to love yourself the way you are. The way you are is enough. And I was like, bitch, you have fake tits and a nose job. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. But but I mean, like she had a good point, but, and there is something to be said about, well, if I don't love myself how I am, why can't I alter myself? But that's not even what social media is. It's like a fake perception. Yeah. 
You're altering the idea of who you are. And it's like, yeah, you don't want to look fucking shitty in your jeans. Go for a run and see if your body changes instead of squeezing your waist. I scream at myself in the mirror every day as I edit my own photos. <sighs> I don't know how to post photos and not edit them and not at least slap a filter. Yeah, Just I was a filter. I was putting a filter over a picture the other day and my boyfriend's like, you don't need to do that. You're so pretty. And I'm like, you're an idiot. <laughs> no, I love I Andy so much. No, me too. And it's like the people who love you, they love you the way you are. You don't need to do all this, but we fucking are like, but what about strangers? I mean, we, we're, our brain is not right equipped now, to handle all hundreds. I have is strangers. So as soon as I start getting love on the regular from someone, yeah, you know, strangers who you, are what you, I'm going the to. Someone you need love from is you. Strangers are not going to, f- are not going to fill the void that's in your soul, but they're going to fill the void in my pussy. I hope not, because that is how you get COVID and several other diseases. All right, you guys, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. All right, you guys, we are back. Chapter 30, GROP, which is one of the several diseases Nicole is going to get from letting strangers into her vagina. Um... What are you thinking, by the way, when you actually see this title? You're like... I have no idea. None, zero. I think it's maybe like another mythical creature or like, not a mythical creature, but um, something like an elf. um, Like an elf, but that's the elf's name. Ah, uh, okay. You're thinking like it's the name of I think some it's type the of name. Mythical. I think it's some something's name. Okay, that makes sense. I didn't know what the thing was, but it's the sort of thing where it's like Dobby... You know, they they all have like weird name creature. Like that's a weird name. So I'm thinking Grop must be the name of some non-human creature, which it was, but I wasn't expecting what it's what, what we're it, was. Find out it was. Okay, so Fred and George Fleet, they're fucking legends now. Everyone's talking about it. Umbridge cannot get rid of this swamp. I love that everybody's like, I'm gonna pull a Weasley. Yeah, that like people are just it's this is the Wild West now. Yeah. People are like, fuck it. They're like pranking and they're using skiving snack boxes that they got from Fred and George to get out of Umbria's yeah. classes. And she tries to like stop she, them, but she just has to give up. Yeah. She's like, great. Everybody's, everybody's nose is bleeding. Everybody's vomiting. And the teachers will not help her at all. Yeah. They're like, it's on you, bitch. It's mm, chef's kiss. Really? Like just the best. And now, and Hermione's still all sketched out and worried about like, I'm sorry. Is no one concerned with about what Fred and George have done to, to get this amount of money, which is fair. Yeah. Like they're a very poor family. You have no idea. They have the secret income. It's like, are they, are they jerking off on camera? Are they, where are they getting this money? Oh, what illegal bullshit web shit. I mean, I don't think they have the web, but we could avoid a lot of problems by people just shooting over a message instead yeah, of being yeah. like, where are birds. they? Uh, <sighs> but yeah, totally. Like everyone wants to fucking know where they are, what, how they got that money, blah, blah, blah. And I love that Harry was just like, mm, uh, it finally comes clean. It was me. Yeah. Cause it's like, we can't have Hermione thinking that they're in bed with Mundungus Fletcher. Who's yeah. a fucking alcoholic. Mundungus. So Fletcher. he tells him, yeah, I gave him Mundungus. My, I, I gave him my Triwizard tournament money. And, um, Hermione's a little relieved, but now she's like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like she still worries. She yeah. Subs- and she's like, re- she, after she's like, oh, okay, that's the answer to that. Well, time to just turn my worry to okay. something else. And then she's like, Harry, how is your, o- 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 go ahead. We're waiting. 
occlumency practice going. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, uh, and Harry, Harry is in, uh, in a little bit of a pickle. Yeah. Cause like Harry has heard from multiple sources that he really needs to be nailing this occlumency. That it's thing. more important than anything, anything else. Anything else. But he's so curious about what he's going to see behind the door. I mean, I'm curious. Yeah, but also this is just a reflection. I'm getting way too deep on this. This is a reflection of humanity in a nutshell that Uh like people can be mostly looking out for the good of the whole, but at the end of the day, they're going to be like, well, what do I want specifically for me? And that's... Uh, an unfortunate reality of most people. It's it's self-serving. This world is a self-serving world. Yeah. So he's trying to figure out what's on the end of that hallway, but he kind of like blows her off about it a little bit. Um, Uh, The the final Quidditch of the season is about to take place and it's between Gryffindor and Ravenclaw. And so it feels pretty hopeless to be honest. And Ron's like, I mean, he feels I, I a little bit better about his goalkeeping and he says he thinks there's something to the fact that Fred and George are gone. Yeah. Which makes sense because A, they're always, you know, giving him shit. Yeah. But also, you just don't have that looming, like having someone that you really want to impress there yeah. is... That's hard. That's hard. But this is like, this is a great opportunity for him to do something and we'll find out what he does. Yeah. He's kind of like, look, we're probably not going to win, but like, what do I have to lose? I'm already like a joke. So fuck it. So it's the Quidditch game day. Harry and Hermione go to watch. And while they're there, Hagrid shows up and he's like, you guys got to come with me now. Yeah. And they're like, can't we just wait till after he's the like, game? He's like, no, no, no. Now it has to be now while the game is going on because no one will be wondering where you guys are. So Hagrid takes them into the forest. They're going through the forest. It's, it's fucking weird. It's deep. Ha- in Hagrid, he's got Hagrid his has his crossbow. Uh, they keep getting deeper and deeper in. They run. Oh no, they don't run into at that point. Um, they run into the centaur later. Well, yeah, because because they bring it up and he and like he can't trust the centaurs now. Yeah. So then they get to this like area where there's like a clearing. Yeah. And there's just like this big mound. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the movie The Neverending Story. But it reminds me of the the, rock? the giant rock at the end. Oh, because he comes up from the end, uh, comes up from the ground because um, Atreyu was standing on the rock guy, and then when he stood up, or when the rock guy stood up, it, Atreyu like fell off it, and he was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then he like ran away, and then the rock was like, "These hands, these hands." Um, I have a feeling that's going to be chatted about in our chat. Speaking of our chat, you guys. Head over to uh, our Patreon, Patreon. patreon.com slash two filthy nerds. You can join in with us when we're doing these recordings. We do live recordings every Sunday at 3 3 p.m. You got a date. You come, you hang out with us. It's friend time. It's late afternoon, early evening brunch, depending on where you're located in the world or middle of the night, as it were. But, um, yeah, so they're kind of walking and he's explaining and they're getting deeper and deeper. And then all of a sudden, they realize that this giant mound is actually a giant. Yeah. And um, Hagrid has already said that like, Hey, you know, I just, I'm really worried. No one's going to look after this like thing. He's kind of on the cusp of saying, if I get fired, I, yeah. I'm worried. So no one will look after this mound. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it is a very giant thing. Yeah, it is In a fact, very giant thing. It is, it is actually a giant. It is a full blooded giant because it is Hagrid's half brother. Yeah. Turns out Mama Hagrid went and got porked by a bigger man out in the mountains. She got some real 
giant dick instead of that half he making a half human she made a full giant but he's a runt by giant standards yeah. by the way which so is he's only, only six feet 16 feet tall 16 feet tall so it's like you know uh I, that's the whole sob story is like you know i didn't want to leave him i felt bad for him because he was getting bullied my brother's getting bullied by the other giants just like just like james and 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 uh lupin and Lupin was an it was an enabler, but he yeah, wasn't a bully. But you know, Sirius and James just like they were doing Snape. to Sirius to Snape. I feel so bad. I really that really just fucks me up. Yeah. So he's like, anyways, and then they realize that these the Hagrid had had the shit beat out of him constantly. Like every time they saw Hagrid, he looked horrible. Yeah. He's got wounds that aren't going away. New ones that keep showing up and they realize like, Oh, it's uh, because you've been out here with this fucking getting giant your ass kicked by a fucking giant. Who, by the way, didn't want to come back. Like he didn't want to come with Hagrid. That's why it took Hagrid so fucking long to get back. He had to like drag this giant. And I just don't, I just, this whole storyline, I'm like, what is fucking going on here? Obviously at some point having this big giant is going to come into play. It feels very Jon Snow. That's what you think. It feels is very like, North this of the is, Wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're planting something here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that giant is going to eventually help them battle, you know, uh, uh, the Lannisters, you know? Oh, you're just thinking specifically of that one wildling? Yeah, the, the the wildling, the, the wildling giant. giant. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and it's like Hermione's like, why? What are you? Why would you bring this violent guy back here? He doesn't want to be here. What's your? What are you going to do with him? And of course, Hagrid's like, he's not violent. He's misunderstood. He's not. You're Hagrid. Yeah, you look like shit. You're bleeding from your pores. So finally, uh, Hermione and Harry are just like, all right, fine, Hagrid. We will come here. We will talk to him. We will teach him English. Hagrid wants them to teach him English. He makes the, he basically just makes them promise and keep him company. If he gets fired, he'll get looked after. Yeah. And they're like, and they're like, all right, cool, cool, cool. They're not happy go. about it, but fucking what can you oh, do? Oh, and he, uh, he tells the grop that he can call Hermione, uh, Hermie. He's Hermie. introducing them mm-hmm. and Herm- he gets all like, really gianty and like goes for her. Like, uh, so they're coming out of the forest. And uh, on their way out, they run into the centaur. Um, uh, I mean, Megorian, who Harry had met with before, who Harry had ran into before. When no, no, he didn't. It was the other centaur, ba- Bane. Bane. That's yeah. the centaur. But Megorian, he had never met Megorian. Anyway, so the centaurs are like, "Hey, Hagrid, fuck you. We, you're not allowed in here anymore. You shouldn't have meddled in here. Yeah, our ways are our ways, not your, not your ways, not your laws. Like because." He he stuck up for Ferenz. Yeah. So they were trying they were about to like jump and kill. Well, they did jump. They did get into a fight with him. Yeah. That's why that's why that um when Harry saw Ferenz, he had that hoof print on his chest because he was fighting with the dudes. Yeah, and they're like, you know, Ferenz has dishonored us by working for a human and Hagrid of course is like it he's is not, doing him a favor. He's working for Dumbledore. There is nothing dishonorable about that. Yeah. And they also obviously the centaurs I think in probably every creature that lives in the forbidden yeah. forest is like, and it's fucking giant. Why is he here? Nobody wants him yeah. here because he's ripping trees out of the ground. He's just a fucking big oaf. And then Bane, who is just a fucking dick is like pressuring Megorian to kill them, to kill Hermione, Harry and Hermione, Her- Hermione, Harry and Hagrid. And Megorian's like, we don't fuck with the young. We, yeah, we, don't, we don't hurt f- innocent fouls. So the fouls, fouls, fouls. Foles? I say foals. I say fowls, but that's wrong. You're right. Foles? Oh, I'm right. Foles? What did they say in the audiobook I'm listening to? 
Um, and then they're like, listen, if you come back to the forest again, it's going to be a totally different story. Yeah. They're basically like, we're letting you out this time, but don't fucking come back here. So then they hear as they're, as they're heading out, they hear, you know, screams and shouts from the Quidditch game and they're like, oh shit, it's over. And they're like running back to catch up and And they they hear hear, Weasley is our our king. king. Weasley Weasley is our king. king. So they're like, this is fucking so annoying. The the Hermione's, the Slytherins are being awful. Yeah. Hermione's like, why can't they just fucking give it a rest? Like we already, like we lost, let it go. And then they listen more closely. Yeah. And they hear that it's the Gryffindors singing. Weasley is our king. Weasley is our and king. And they change the lyrics. He did not let the... Quaffle in. Quaffle in. He did not let the quaffle in. Weasley is our king. They fucking won. They won. Ginny Weasley snitched the snitch. Snatched the snitch. Sn- she snatched snitch the snitch. snatcher. Snitch he didn't snatcher. let goals in. It's fucking... It's great. And he's running over so excited. He is like, he is doing a victory dance. He's being carried on people's shoulders. Oh yeah. By this the way, is the greatest day of her, of, uh, of Ron's, Ron's life. life and by sure. the way, n- no idea that they haven't been there the whole time. And he's yeah. just like, Oh my God, Harry, yeah. Hermione, we did it. He's got the Quidditch cup over his head. Like this is fucking huge. Yeah. This is yeah. humongous for Ron. Yeah. And then they're like, you know what? Let's just like, uh, let him have his moment. Yeah. They were like, we're not going to break the bad news yet about the giant, uh, Grop. giant in the forest. Yeah. That, is a fucking nightmare. Let's yeah. Let's not rain on his parade and fucking piss on his sunshine. Um, which carries us into chapter 31 chapter 31. OWLs, owls, ordinary wizarding levels. It's fucking test time, bitch. I've been waiting for this for a while. And I, and I, I, you know, it's like, it's at that point in the book that this is the end of the year. This shit should be happening. Like this is when you're like, things are about to spice up. Yeah. Things are about to spice off. Things are about to kick off. And I, I have been so curious about what these things are. What the, what are these tests? What are they going to be doing in these tests? There's practical and paper exams. Yeah. To see. And that's, I'm just like, what does this look like? See what you're good at. So How does this it is look another, now? this is another thing for me. It's like, oh, cool. I get to see another aspect of the wizarding world. Still in Hogwarts, but. Yeah. Still but in important- Hogwarts, but it's an aspect of the world in Hogwarts that determines your place in the wizarding world. Which is huge. It's a big deal. So it opens, they, they gave Ron a day to fucking celebrate and be carried around before Hermione's like, all right, look, the truth is we didn't actually see any of your saves. Um, and he is fucking bummed. And He's, she's like, no, but it's for like a really good reason. And then they tell him about Grop and he goes from being bummed to like out of his fucking mind, horrified. Like, are you, you've got to be fucking kidding. But it, it's almost like they're too stressed out about tests for this to be an ongoing worry. Like, yeah. I feel like were this not fifth year, they may be, hatching a plan already and maybe doing something to do to figure out what to do with this giant but they're just like nothing matters we have to study and also Hagrid's still in the picture so it's not like they have to do this this is like this was Hagrid just setting it up he's like if in the instance that I get sacked and I have to go away I need you guys to do this yeah so it's not like they have to do it but it's one of those things where it's like what the fuck is Hagrid doing when also reading the room they're like there's a good I mean he She's yeah. sacking people. Yeah, she's I mean, the fact that Hagrid is still there is I'm I'm surprised Hagrid didn't go before Trelawney. I mean, it is impressive. 
So they're in like full crunch time. A bunch of fifth years are exchanging like magic memory enhancers and potions that keep you awake for studying. And Hermione's like laying that's the like, law that's down. Like, that's like in college when I sold Ritalin. Yeah, it's Adderall for wizards is yeah. what it is. And Hermione's like throwing away left and right. And she's like, they don't work. And they're sometimes dangerous. Because of course, as soon as oh. Ron catches wind that she knows who had some and got rid of it, he's like, well, what'd you do that? We could have used that, you know? And oh, I love when you do Ron. That was barely Ron, but thank you. Do it you. again. Hermione, why? He's so whiny and afraid uh, of everything. I can't. He, why is he a Gryffindor? It shocks me truly, but we love him anyway, I guess, is what I'm supposed to say. Probably not. I love Ron, but he is a fucking pussy. Yeah. Um, all right. So they get their owl schedules, OWL schedules, whatever you want to call it, from Professor McGonagall. It's spread over two weeks. They basically, like, you do a written exam in the that morning. That fucked me up, by the way. When, when they were like, it's over the course of two weeks. I was like, holy shit. Because it's like each day is it one class because they use that whole great hall. So yeah. it's like you can only do so much. And in a lot of them, it seems like they were doing in small chunks of students or mm -hmm. we'll get to it. But so yeah, written in the morning, yeah. practical at night. And then they get the results in July. Yeah. So fucking here we go. The, they start. I am like, uh, the, uh, there's so many things I don't, I'm curious about and I don't totally understand. And I just can't help but marvel at the fact that JK not only created a whole world, she created a whole wizarding world within that wizard world, like a whole school of wizards. And then these like tests that they have to take to prove their competence in certain fields to determine what their wizard career is. Like, like it's so, it's so bizarre and like wonderful. Yeah. It's like these, it honestly is like, why don't they do more specific aptitude cl classes for, yeah. It's you, a great idea. Yeah. Of like, let's get real into Here's these subjects. Here's what you're really fucking good at. Yeah, you should do something that's geared towards that. Because that is a, a conversation I think, you know, and maybe some people are having that conversation. I don't know if there are some guidance counselors who are going, well, here are your strengths. So what can we do within those strengths? Nobody had that conversation with me. Yeah, no. And I think there's a lot of people who don't have that conversation where they go like, my dream is this. And you're like... Sorry, some people suck at their dream. Yeah. And it's like, the thing that you want to do is not playing to your strengths. Why are yeah. you torturing yourself and everyone around you? Because you just really want to be a science, scientist, but you yeah. can't figure out a fucking... I don't know. I don't it's interesting. Example. I remember I went to a, when I was in college, I went to like a... I'm not a scientist. Tried, when I was trying to figure out my major, because at that point I was like, I have so many... I was like, I was pre-med and I was like, oh, I'll just major in um, either biology or psychology. And then I decided I didn't want to be pre-med. So it didn't matter if I had a science as a major. Uh, and then I was taking a lot of like writing classes and English classes and history classes and art history classes. And I ended up going into like the career advisor on campus uh, or I don't know, your, your major advisor. Yeah. And they were like, oh, well, ultimately it's just, what do you want to write the papers about? You're either writing papers about books you read from English class, you're writing papers about history books you read in history class, or you're writing papers about political science. Like, what do you want to write your papers about? And I'm it's just sorry, like, they weren't advised. That's what they were advising you, like on how to on how to pick a major. That's how that's the advice they gave me. But it was never the sort of thing where they're like, "What do you want to do with your life?" Yeah, it was like that is a horseshit way of advising yeah. people. Well, pick classes based on what do you want to write about? Well, I don't want to be a fucking technical paper writer. So what is your point? Yeah. Like, Oh, that it makes did me nothing. so mad. It did nothing. And, and 
Maybe I'll be a guidance counselor. I'm going to become a, friend, a guidance counselor. Um, Mallory, uh, um, the comic, the Denver comic Mallory, she, who no longer does comedy. Um, she's a guy. <laughs> she she's, a guidance a, counselor? she's a career guidance counselor. Remember when I told you I spoke to somebody on Zoom about potential jobs? That was her? That was her. I want to become a... I feel like I could give other people advice. I just can't yeah. figure out what I want to do. I mean... Those who can't do, guidance counsel. Really is true. Um, all right. So, exams are here. First exam is Theory of Charms. Um, I'm completely uninterested. Next. What's the next exam? Well, I, this is important, I think. Oh. I don't know if it's important, but it, it's not about the exam. It's about... It, that, that test will be administered by Professor Marchbanks, who we meet. And they get to watch this Professor is... Marchbanks arrive. We've overheard fucking, what's his name? Draco Malfoy go, uh -huh. my father is friends with Professor Marchbanks. And it's really not about what you know. It's about who you know. So he's banking on like... Yeah, yeah, I'm nepotism. Favors being pulled Daddy, for him. Daddy's, daddy's going to make this right for me. Which is... I did love this part. This part was good. So Marchbanks... Comes in. She's very old. She immediately asks Umbridge where Dumbledore is and is like, ah, he's so great. I, he was just, I, I gave him his NEWTs, which are the seventh year exam. Uh -huh. And he just was the most incredible student. And he did things with his wand that I had never seen before. Uh, How many times I've said that to a man. Oh, wow. You just fucking lay just, that I just lie got on him. Wanded. I'm getting wanded like I've never been wanded. Getting yeah. that deep wand. Um, <laughs> it feels good, you know, a good deep wand. I mean, yeah, no, you're not wrong. I'm so horny. It's really sad. It's just very upsetting. Ma is it making you uncomfortable? No, I just, I don't know how people are horny right now. I don't know how people get like, it, like, <laughs> If you're a horny, you're not depressed enough about what's going on in the world. That's what if I've gone past the depression to the trauma and the trauma of all of it's just making me really horny? I don't believe that for a second, but it's a great bit. It's a good bit. It's a good <laughs> bit. I'm going to stick to that bit. Um, stick to the bit. All right. So they do a charms exam. There's a whole thing. Harry remembers, they, they get asked about a levitation charm. Harry remembers like levitating the trolls club when they hit him. Like they're just, do you remember this by the way? When the trolls, what? Well, he does a levitation charm and he remembers a charm being done on a trolls club. I don't remember this. You don't remember it from this book even? This book references something that happened in an old book. It doesn't matter. Okay. Nicole does not remember it. That's you guys, it's sad how bad my memory is. It really it's is. not sad. It's really normal. Everyone has fucking crazy brain. In I, I, it's happening all the time. All right, let's yeah, keep going. Yeah, it's COVID. It's called COVID brain. Wingardium Leviosa. You don't remember like... Oh, Leviosa, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Wingardium Leviosa. Leviosa. Whatever. Mm -hmm. So they finish the exam. Hermione obviously wants to talk about it. Ron's like, absolutely fucking not. Ugh, Hermione. They do a practical so exam afterwards. Blah, blah, blah. They get to the defense against the dark arts exam, which is great because Harry gets to fucking drop his dick on the table in front of Oh, it is of such a dick dropping. He's oh. just like, bugger, uh, this, oh. that. Wait, this is my impression of Harry. Ready? Yeah, this is an audio podcast. Please oh, keep shit. that in okay, mind. Okay, never mind. Come over to our Patreon and maybe one day he's I'll let like, her do... He's like, you know... And then just like lassos. His dick. Just, just a... This is great because Professor Tofty, who's one of the old... There's like a, a handful of old wizards administering the exams. It's like to keep teachers out of it. It's like a non-biased group of people, but... 
Professor Tofty leans over and is like, I heard from my dear friend Tiberius Ogden, you, you can produce a Patronus for a bonus point. And he fucking does his Patronus and it gallops around the whole fucking Great Hall. And it's like, that's right, bitch. Suck my dick. Uh, Hermione's pissed like all weekend because she thinks she missed up one question in her ancient runes exam, which is fucking so Hermione. They get back to all the way to next Monday. Now it's potions. And and knowing Harry and his history with potions, it might not go well, but it did. It did. It turns out when Snape isn't fucking up his asshole, he's pretty decent at potions. Yeah. He got the potion he had to make right. He's I feeling thought, good I about really it. I really thought Harry just sucked at potions is what it was. Yeah. Well, and it's a true testament to how your environment can, can affect you. Yeah. How many things do you think you suck at that maybe somebody around you just makes you nervous or somebody discouraged you? Oh, totally. A thousand percent. Or, or whatever. I mean, how many times do we all do that? So he yeah. does well on that. His first blunder is really in divination. Divination. Um, because he, he like, they're, they're, because none of them have been good at divination. He like tells the, it's all lies. It's all lies that they had been telling Trelawney. Yeah. He like says to the woman, they're like, Oh, you were supposed to be dead last Tuesday or something. Like he's just fucking, yeah, it's a scam, whatever. But then they have astronomy owl and like the good thing about failing divination is like, we can stop going to the class. Like mm-hmm. once you, once you like kaputs a class, you yeah. no longer have to take yeah. it. So they have astronomy, uh, which, uh, as all of the tests, there's the written part and then there's the practical part. Yeah, so they have an evening exam where they're going up to the astronomy tower, which is like an open tower mm-hmm. where you can look up at the stars, obviously. Um, he's, like, pointing his thing up at Venus and looking around, and then mm-hmm. he overhears something mm-hmm. in the Forbidden Forest. There's movement, something's going so on. So he saw six people walking to... Shadows of people walking a, through the field over to where Hagrid's yeah, hut is. They've come out of the castle. And then they walk into Hagrid's hut. They see the door. He sees the door open. They all go in. And then all of a sudden, bang, there's a fucking loud ass bang. Every for, Everyone from the tower like looks down over to Hagrid's hut because we all heard it. And there's jets of red light indicating like there's like they're trying to stun him. Like yeah. there are multiple wizards yeah. hurling stunning spells at Hagrid. And because Hagrid is half giant, stunning spells don't work on him. Which we learn a little bit later, but he's fucking roaring and Fang is like losing his shit. He's they, violent. And then you, and then we they see hit Fang with the stunning spell. And so he just Fang's like, out. Fang's out and the doors to the castle burst open again. And McGonagall comes like bolting down out of the castle. She's like, the fuck are you doing? Screaming at everyone. Like how fucking dare you go out, go attack this man. You cowards. Then four of them throw a stunning spell at her and all four of the spells hit her in the chest and just fucking knock her out cold. Yeah. She's like fucking bam. And it's like, she's, she's old. She can't, handle that kind of no i mean that's literally like the the guy administering the astronomy test had forgotten about the test too and he's like galloping gargoyles not so much as a warning outrageous behavior like he's seeing this and being like what the fuck is is happening that is like taking a girl who's never had a facial in a porn and making her get just a gangbang of a bukkake so she goes from having no facial ever to just full bukkake and it's just a bunch of guys just fucking hosing her down yeah i think it's i think that's a fun analogy i think the truth is it's not a girl in a porn it's a woman walking down the street not in a porn well, being assaulted by exactly so a woman like, not it's not even like it's remote. like this woman it was would not be, engaged it would be like in your battle. mom kathy just willy 
nilly just walking down the street, minding her own business Ugh. as she doesn't. And then all of a sudden, just a, a like a herd of, of porn guys all come out, just dicks out. And they're like, Ugh, because that's what porn guys do. And they're like, come here. And then they throw her on the ground and then they're like water border. And then she dies in this scenario. Your mom's still alive, though. This is really violent. OK, let's I keep going. You need help. I'm horny. <laughs> You're horny? <laughs> You're violent. It's, it's very it's a very dark. You just place played out I'm a at. scene of my mom dying in a street covered in cum and you were like, sorry, I'm horny. Are you horny for the murder of my mother? Jesus. Oh, I'm so horny. This is God, I don't Okay, keep going. I feel ill. All right, so what happens to McGonagall pisses? fucking haggard off he's raging even more he knocks out a bunch of wizards mm-hmm. runs out of Hogwarts. Oh, by he, the way throws throws fang like over his shoulder and just fucking bolts he's gone he and like takes up. off through the forest yeah and everyone is like on the roof just like what the, the fuck, fuck just happened shocked and then none of them are getting through their exams particularly harry yeah i mean hermione's like fucking umbridge hates part humans blah 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 blah, blah. everyone's everyone's pissed they're worried about McGonagall. She's old. And I just love, by the way, that this is not even important, but the all of a sudden the guy administering the test was like, five more minutes. <laughs> He's like, um, so they do their last owl, history of magic, probably pretty boring. Um, actually, it is very boring. Um, and Her- Harry falls asleep during it. Which at this point is like a red flag. Anytime Harry's falling asleep, yeah, it's like... We're like, oh no, we're going to find out what's behind door number one. Yeah. And he walks behind door number one. Uh, he get, he makes himself, he gets all the way to the closed door that he's been trying to get to. Mm-hmm. Rows of uh, glowing spheres that we've seen before. Mm-hmm. Gets past all those. And he's watching himself in a high voice that's different than his, but like mm-hmm. a creepy well, high there, voice. And he sees white hands. Yeah, with a wand, perform the Crucio curse. And he realizes it's being performed. On. Serious Black. Black. He fucking wakes up screaming, falls sideways on the floor in the middle of an exam. Like everyone's like, what the fuck just happened? I have never been so devastated. I honestly, at that very moment, I was sitting Shiva. Sitting, shivaing in the corner crying. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'll stop making that. No, I won't. I'll never stop. I'll never stop punning about Shiva. And I'm so sorry. You've got Uh, the Shivas. You give me the Shivas. Shiva me down. We are going to take a quick break and we'll be back to talk about chapter 32. And I want to ask you when we come back how you were feeling thoughts on this. So we will be right back. BRB. And we are back. Chapter 32, out of the fire. We just saw Sirius getting crucioed. Pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. Out of the fire. No idea what that means. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah, because it's like fire. I'm I'm thinking like the phoenix. The phoenix. Maybe the bird comes back. Something was forged in fire. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's the mother of dragons. Is there a crossover episode? That could be it. It's the mother of dragons making a cameo in Harry Potter's world. Coming in writing, Norbert. She de-virginizes him. Um, Okay, so Harry's on the floor. Everyone's like, what the fuck happened? Harry's like, I'm fine. I just... I, I, I'm a little out of it. And Tofty's like, oh, you know, people get nervous all the time. Maybe you just need a little water. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you need to go to the hospital wing? And he's like, I just I just need to, like, you know, catch my breath. And Harry bolts up to the hospital wing to see Professor McGonagall, who's gone. Mm-hmm. She's at St. Mungo's. Mm-hmm. 
So he's like, fuck, I gotta go see Fuck, Ron there's no one. Who do I tell about this? Yeah. Dumbledore's not there. McGonagall's gone. He's totally fucked. By the way, the whole time this is happening, I was like, he needed to find somebody who's in the order. And the yeah. whole time this is happening, I'm like, well, he could go to Snape, but he can't go to Snape because of what fucking happened with Snape. Yeah. So you were like, yeah, you I hadn't was, forgotten. That, no, like, I had not forgotten about that. But it, I was like, well, that's that option's not on the table. And I was wondering why he didn't address that. Like why he didn't think yeah, about it. Yeah. And then which I figure out, you know, well, it, that I was, mean, I'm like, why would JK leave that out? Um, but she didn't because she's fucking JK. Well, and he's just in a fucking panic and not yeah. thinking about it. So he goes back to see Hermione and Ron and he tells them what he saw. So he's like, Sirius is in the fucking Department of Mysteries. Voldemort's going to kill him. And Hermione's very like, listen, Harry, like, are you sure that that is actually like, are you positive? This is not just a dream. And I don't think she's being, I don't think she doesn't believe him. Totally. I think she's worried that like, maybe there's more to this or maybe, I don't know. Like, what are you thinking when she goes? So I I, I think she's just extra cautious. Yeah. She's just being cautious because here's the thing. What it what this whole thing means is that Harry is going to want to leave there to go rescue Sirius. And it's this isn't like a simple thing. This isn't just like, all right, well, let's hop on, you know, the magic bus. Yeah. And and night just bus. night bus, the magical night bus and head back, you know, to London. Yeah. Like if you like leaving the school, you can't just leave the school. So she's like, this is a huge decision. Yeah. So we just need to to make sure we let's, need to figure out a way to what like, is really going on. Let's really consider what's going on. And Ron agrees with Harry. He's like, yes. And then he was like, because in this vision, Sirius is clearly guarding whatever the weapon is that, that Voldemort's trying to get to. Yeah. And Ron's like, well, you know, Sirius's brother was a death eater. So maybe he told Sirius how to get this weapon. And yeah. Sirius is trying to get to it first. Yeah. And Hermione's just adamant about like, we cannot just go barging toward the department of mysteries without evidence. And she drops. And she's this- also like, she's also like, how the fuck would they, two of the most wanted wizards in the world just gotten into the ministry of magic, just walk through in there the in the middle of the day. day. It's packed. Although someone, uh, Harry points out that like, there's like no one ever in the department of mysteries. Yeah. But she's like, I don't know. And she also drops this bomb of like, I mean, Harry, you kind of have like a, like a saving people thing. Yeah. That's so funny. Harry's like, what? and, and he's like, he gets angry. He's offended. He's like, how fucking like, of course I save, I save. It's like, these visions are real. I want to save him. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, no, you didn't seem to have a problem with my saving people thing. When I fucking saved you, in, in you know, in two the, years in, ago, he's like in book one, in book two, in book three. Yeah. And I think, I think Hermione's point is like, yeah, maybe he knows you have a saving people thing. Like maybe, yeah. maybe he knows this is your weak spot to draw you out. Yeah, like maybe he created this mirage because he knows this is what's going to get you out, so he can fucking murder you. Yeah, it's literally social media telling you what you need to hear. Yeah, it's like, oh, here's the things that you need to see in order to feel like the mm-hmm. things you want are mm-hmm. correct. It's now a bait and it's like a bait and switch. Yeah, but they're having this whole fucking argument. Jin, Ginny and Luna walk into them in the middle of the fight because they've been they've Harry's pulled them into a side classroom. So he's like, oh, we overheard your shouting. So what's up? And then the, he explains, he's like, I need to talk to Sirius. Uh, that I, was need the to, I need to, to like, find out what's going on with Sirius. That uh, he's alive. I need, like, to, I need to go. And they're like, OK, well, you could probably get into uh, Umbridge's office again. Yeah. And he's like, that's not going to happen again. 
Yeah, but they're like, we can create a diversion. Yeah, and then they're like, and that's can- where like Hermione's like, oh, Ginny and Luna, this is how they can help. Yeah, Harry grabs an invisibility cloak from the Gryffindor. Like he's like, we need to do it now, which yeah. is funny because Hermione's like now, and he's like, he's being tortured right now, Hermione. Like this is not like let's wait till tomorrow and see if he it's turns now, up dead. Now. So they're like, we need to come up with a whole fucking quick diversion. They send Ron to go distract Professor Umbridge and tell her that Peeves is wreaking havoc. Ginny and Luna, you guys stand guard. So Hermione and Harry get under the invisibility cloak. They go into her office. Harry puts his head in the fire. Mm-hmm. Number head, number 12, Grimaud Place. Nobody's there. Nobody's there except for Creature. Creature, creature wanders into view and tells Harry that no one is there. And, and Creature's in a very good mood. Like, very cheery. Way too happy for Uncharacteristically. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's going to talk to my mistress in the painting because Sirius has been hiding her. Um, he won't tell Harry anything. And Harry's like, did he go to the Department of Mysteries? And that's when Creature like stops and kind of turns back around because he was leaving to go mm-hmm. probably jerk off to a picture of Sirius' yeah. mom or whatever. Or wait, what were you thinking? You thought something else. I can't remember. Oh, that where he, who might be there? Oh, I thought uh, mistress Bellatrix might have showed up because he's so in love with her. Oh, um, oh, you! I thought you meant like her pick. You thought she was there? Yeah, because she got she escaped from Azkaban. Oh, I was just thought you were talking about his her picture of her. No, 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 no. I thought because she escaped from Azkaban, maybe she was like in the other room. Oh, weird. I mean, interesting. I mean, he loves her. I mean, he fucking has a hot nut for something, anything dark, but he's like, Sirius won't be coming back. And Harry, you know, is trying to say more shit to him, but he gets fucking dragged out of the fire. Oh God, this was so devastating. And then it's, it's fucking Umbridge. It's Umbridge. This is a nightmare. Yeah. Standing over him with her fat toed head. And she apparently installed stealth censoring spells around her door. So she knew the moment, the moment, the moment, the moment, <laughs> the moment you broke in here. I knew you'd come for me. Fires. You know what? When the moment's right, you'll know. Uh, so she had known immediately. Like, so she already had a plan for, because Nifflers had been being released into her office. And she's like, you think I was just going to get fucked over? You think I was going to let that keep happening? What do you think? I'm a fucking idiot. She gets dark, really yeah, dark, really, really quick. dark. Like she's already been. Yeah, she was unlikable, pissed. But this like went to the next level. Yeah. And so she's, you know, demanding like, what the fuck are you doing in here? Pretty much like, mm. wh- why are you in my office? He's not saying a word. Millicent Bolstrode, who is a Slytherin fifth year. You guys may remember her from Chamber of Secrets. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is the one who Hermione took the hair off of yeah. for the polyjuice potion. It ended up being a cat, cat hair. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, she walks in holding Hermione. Oh, not walk. She's holding Hermione against a wall. So this is what he's come out of the fire. Oh, out of the fire. Yeah. Um, and oh yeah, Millicent Bolstrode is holding Hermione against the wall. Draco has his wand. He's like, um, Oh, they take, uh, Hermione's wand and Harry's wand and Harry's wand. Yeah. And a bunch of Slytherins, all this fucking inquisitorial squad come in with Luna, Ginny, Ron, and Neville, who have been gagged. They're all gagged. They're yeah. like, and I'm like, Neville? How did Neville get drawn into this? Yeah. Poor Neville. And apparently he tried to stick up for Ginny and he's like, leave her alone. And they just dragged him into it, yeah. which is scary, which yeah. is like, oh, this is like Gestapo fucking. Mm-hmm. Very Gestapo-ish. Creepy. And she's like, I'm going to force you to tell me what you're doing. Because Harry's like, I'm not telling you anything. And he sends, and he's like, I won't say anything. And so she's like, Draco, go get Professor Snape for me. Snape comes in. And he she's like, very uninterested. And she's like, I want up a, uh, a truth serum. Yeah. Give me Veritaserum. You're most potent. And he's like, she's like, he's like, he's like, I gave it all of 
He's like, I gave it all to you. You don't, you should still have some, it takes three drops. I give you an entire vial, which is funny. Cause then it's like her, him being like, you didn't like, you wouldn't use the whole vial. Cause that would be so stupid. And that's what she did. But apparently she did. Yeah. And he's like, she's like, well, I need more. And it takes a month to brew this potion. So Uh he's like, yeah, I, I don't know what to tell you. I can't make the, I need a full moon cycle. And she just screams at him. You're on probation. She puts him on probation for knowing how potions work. Um, You're being deliberately unhelpful. I expected better. Lucius Malfoy always speaks most highly of you. Telling Lucius Mm -hmm. Malfoy speaks highly of Snape. There you go. He's a bad guy. But what happens next? So I'm I'm curious. This whole time, because Harry's being held back. And this is when Harry realizes that Snape is He's the part of the order. Yeah, he's like, wait, Snape, I've got to talk to Snape. So he's trying to, like, legilimens, occlumency, send his thoughts to Snape. He's like, they have serious, they have serious. Let's see if if I can try and send you thoughts. All right. Okay, ready? I have to look at your eyes. Okay, ready? Oh, my God, you're hungry. Oh, you're horny. She's looking at my face. Yeah, no, you, wait a second. You want to be covered in cum and butter and blood for some reason? How, how close am I? Pretty damn close. I mean, yeah. I almost nailed it. <sighs> so he's like trying to like mind to speak the thing to him. And right as, right as he's about to turn and walk out, he shouts, just blurts out. He's got Padfoot. He's got Padfoot at the place where it's hidden. So he's fucking hoping that makes any sense, sense to Snape. And it, and it does. Does it? Yeah. You think it does? Mm-hmm. Because Professor... Because Umbridge goes, what the Padfoot? What is he talking about? And Snape goes, I have no idea. Yeah, he knows what Padfoot is. He does. Yeah, uh huh. I think he fully understands. I mean, he's seen that Marauder's Map uh-huh. when it was closed, but did he know that that's what they all called each other? I yeah, for sure he knew. And do you think he's pretending not to know to keep it from Umbridge or to be a dick to Harry? To keep it from Umbridge, he oh. knows that Harry knows. Harry knows that he knows. And he just sort of saunters away, though. He's mm-hmm. like, okay. Yep. So Umbridge... He can't, he can't indicate that he knows. No. But do you think he's going to be helpful to Harry, or do you think he's just like, no one can know I that know. I know anything? I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know where this is going. So Umbridge is pissed. There's no truth mm-hmm. serum. And then what she does is unforgivable. Literally, it's an unforgivable curse. Yeah, it's an unforgivable course. She's like, I'm going to get the truth out of you, Harry. And she decides she's going to cast... Cru- the Cruciatus like, curse on and him. Hermione is like screaming and she's like it's illegal Cornelius Fudge wouldn't want you to be doing anything illegal she's trying to like appeal to her like yeah. come on Umbridge have some fucking sense and Umbridge like yeah so is sending Dementors after Harry but nobody caught me doing that either like just drop 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 that fucking gem bomb that it's like yeah everyone was talking about how, needing to stop Harry and I actually fucking did something that fucked me up yeah she's been at this since before we had even met her yeah, that she's behind all this shit. Like she was trying to, she was trying to fucking kill him. Probably first of all. Now, now I hate her more than ever. All of this, every, every, with every page that she has mentioned, I hate her more and more. And Hermione's like, please don't, please, I'll, I'll tell you everything. And Ron's gagging. And he's like, no, Hermione. And Harry's like, don't. And then she starts like sobbing in her hands like <laughs> but she's like for she's sure fake, fake sobbing, sobbing but she's like keeps keeps her face covered so they can't see that no tears are coming out and she's like we were trying to contact Dumbledore and we didn't know where he is so we've been trying oh, yeah. the little leaky cauldron and the three broomsticks and the hogshead and then Professor Umbridge is like you're a fucking idiot why would you think you think he's just 
You idiot. You think he's just hanging out in a pub somewhere? Hilarious. That's not enough. No. Why would you be trying to get a hold of him? And then Hermione says they needed to tell Dumbledore that his weapon was ready. Yeah. And she's still like, oh, yeah. God, I'm so ashamed. And Umbridge is obviously like, I'm sorry, weapon? Oh, what? What was that again? So everyone else is, by the way, all, all the other Gryffindors involved in this are like, what? Everyone's like, no idea what's going like, on. Where is she going with this? I think most people. Most of her friends, like the people on Harry's side, have an inkling that they're like, okay, this is clearly a diversion, but what does she plan to do? And I know what's happening. I know. Um, she's like, I want Hermione to take the Inquisitorial squad to yeah. inspect the weapon. And Hermione is like, ah. Oh. And then Hermione says, I hope that they do. I hope that they do find it. I'm going to show them. And I hope they find it, uh, that all the students find out and they use the weapon on you. She's like, I... I'd be happy to take them. And then there's this look across Umbridge's face of like, mm -hmm. she looks over at Malfoy and she is like, Oh, I don't actually know if I can trust these yeah. people. So she's and like, she's like, I'll go. I'm going, it's just me and you and Harry fucking Potter. And she leaves all of the rest of them. Just uh -huh. by the way, doesn't tell the inquisitorial squad to release anybody. She's no. just like, well, we're going right now. And this is okay. This is where the chapter ends. But before we end this episode, what are you thinking? I think they're going to take her into the forest to see Grop. And I think they're going to have Grop beat her ass. Or it's either Grop beats her ass or the centaurs beat her ass. Yeah. And do you think that this, I mean, going into the fucking forest where you're not welcomed by centaurs, mm -hmm. they know about this giant, but they really don't have any. Mm -hmm. I mean, Hermione only barely got out of his clutches because Harry yeah. pulled her away when they yeah. met. But they know what to do. They, the, they know. I think they know enough. To be able to, or it's possible that or they're just Hagrid like, I hope something fucking happens. Yeah. Or Hagrid's in the woods and Hagrid, you know, can come to the rescue. Fuck. Well, we'll find out. I mean, that's where this episode comes to a close. We have two more episodes for the end of the book and then we're done with book five. Yeah. Order of the Phoenix is coming to a close. It's so good. Two episodes after this. Ah, oh. well with that guys. Follow us on all the social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We have a group. Yeah. Come there. Hang yeah, out. I can't hang out in there because people ruin shit for me. People, the spoilers are potentially imminent. We've got merch. Go check out our Instagram bio for links to our merch or go to bonfire.com slash stores slash two filthy nerds. Subscribe to our Patreon. We are doing this right now live for patrons. Yep. We've got a whole live stream chat going on. You it's can, great. You can chime in. We'll read your. We'll read what you're writing. We'll interact with you. Cracking jokes. And you can be a part of that every single Sunday. It's a whole afternoon slash evening, depending on where you are, of, of lots of fun. And if you have not already, please hit that subscribe button. Leave a review. Mm -hmm. Tell your friends. Tell your friends about the podcast. Do Find yourself a favor. Go to a public restroom. Bring a Sharpie write it on the walls tell people to listen to two filthy nerds do whatever you do can it. just i want graffiti i want street art yeah okay that's what Put i love about fucking handle do graffiti it. is the only crime that suddenly becomes art if it's yeah. good enough yeah mm -hmm. the like no matter how you good you are at murder people yeah. aren't like it's killing art he's i mean it's my god it's body art <laughs> it's body art anyway we love you holy shit shit's getting crazy crazy we'll see you soon bye This has been a Two Filthy Nerds production. <laughs>